Good morning, everyone. I'm delighted to be bringing the word to you this morning. Let's pray and then continue Jacob's story. Father God, we thank you so much for your word. We pray you open it to our hearts and open our hearts to your word today. We pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we're nearly to the end of Jacob's story in Genesis. In the previous 20 chapters, we've seen Jacob as a young man scheming and getting himself into trouble and ultimately fleeing from his household. We've seen him struggle as a father and a husband to keep order in his terribly dysfunctional family of four wives and 13 children. We've seen him mature into God's man who falls on his knees and seeks God's face in times of trial and who receives this new name, Israel, as a mark of honor in God's sight. And then from that peak of, of wealth and courage and righteousness, we've seen him decline. Rachel, the love of his life, dies giving birth to Benjamin. He channels his grief into sheltering and protecting Joseph, the son that he and Rachel had after many years of trying for a son of their own. And then suddenly Joseph is gone, supposedly lost to wild animals, and Jacob turns into this crushed, sad old man. And despite having this enormous family of children who love him and crave his respect, his only concern in the world seems to be sheltering Benjamin. Benjamin, after all, is the last remnant of his beloved Rachel left in the world. Now that's quite a life for a man to live in a painful decline that only a heart of stone wouldn't ache to see. So these chapters where we see some joy and some dignity and life restored to the old man are such a relief to read just on an emotional level. Now 
The old man is released from his grief so completely that he proceeds to live another 17 years past the moment where he seemed to be dying from despair. His family is saved from death and destruction because the son that he thought was dead was lifted up to power and glory to save them all. And so chapter 46 begins like this. So Israel set out with all that was his, and when he reached Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. I am God, the God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again, and Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Jacob has been grieving the loss of Joseph for many years and the loss of Rachel for even longer. And it's been clear throughout all of Jacob's story how much pain that he's been in. And while the text doesn't tell us what happened in that relationship he has with God at the time, it seems likely that it suffered pretty badly. God certainly gave Jacob no insight into the fact that his son was still alive. But it's not unusual for someone who loses a spouse or a child to find themselves unable to go to God as they previously have for a long time. And God does not chastise Jacob when he returns to him now. Jacob has learned that Joseph is alive in Egypt, but making that journey won't be without some risk. Jacob is a very old man. He's 130 years old. He doesn't travel very well. And to go to Egypt means leaving behind in the care of his servants all the land that they possess in Canaan, that land that has been promised to his family for generations. And 
And lastly, Jacob knows what God told his grandfather Abraham. That one day Jacob's family will be enslaved in a land that is not their own for 400 years before fully receiving the promised land. But when Jacob prays and offers a sacrifice, God meets him and assures him that this trip will not end in disaster. He assures him that his family will be safe, at least in this generation, and that Joseph, the son he thought that was dead, would close his eyes as he passes in peace. It's hard to imagine a more precious promise to a 130-year-old man. So they journey to Egypt and we see this touching reunion at the end of chapter 46. Starting at verse 28. Now Jacob sent Judah ahead of him to, get, um, to Joseph to get direction uh, to Goshen. And when they arrived in the region of Goshen, Joseph had his chariot made ready and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. As soon as Joseph appeared before him, he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, now I am ready to die since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Uh, I'm not sure there's much to be said that can illuminate such a beautiful scene. But maybe it's just a reminder of how real the characters in Genesis are. It's hard to imagine what life would have been like for Adam or Noah in those ancient days when the world was so different. But here is an old man embracing his son who he thought was dead. And his son weeps on his shoulder like a little boy as the grief in the father's heart from 22 years turns into pure joy. Sometimes God puts us through incredible trials, and as children of God, we're required to remain faithful even then. But sometimes God gives you exactly the thing you need, however impossible it might have seemed, and he deserves our praise for his goodness. 
。有時咧，上帝會應承我哋，俾我哋我哋心裏邊所希望得到嘅嘢，嗰啲有陣時嘅祝福係我哋唔配嘅。Joseph goes on to introduce his father and family to Pharaoh. 咁而家約瑟就去到法老王面前介紹佢嘅家人，佢嘅父親。Now Pharaoh in these chapters, he's a different figure to the pharaohs that we see in other parts of the Bible. 呢一個法老王咧，我哋會喺聖經裏邊見到其他嘅法老咧，佢好唔同。He's not a tyrant like we see the pharaoh in Exodus. 佢一啲都唔似喺出埃及記裏邊見到嘅嗰個法老咁樣嘅一個專制專橫嘅王。Doesn't even seem to be much of a king like the pharaoh that we meet in Joseph's in Abraham's story. 甚至咧喺阿伯拉罕時期嘅嗰個法老咧，呢、这個法老王簡直都唔係幾似個皇帝啊。And Joseph has previously said that he's become like a father to Pharaoh。約瑟曾經話過，佢對呢個法老咧就好似係法老王嘅父親一樣。And that the Egyptian king here has given him the power to rule。而且佢嚟到呢度嘅時候，法老俾佢權力去統治治理啊埃及地。So Pharaoh doesn't meet with Jacob like he would the head of some other tribe in the region. So when Pharaoh meets Jacob like a venerable grandfather worthy of his respect. And Jacob even gives Pharaoh his blessing. 甚至約瑟誒，甚至雅各祝福法老。Just as God promised Abraham that all the nations of the world will be blessed through you. 就好似上帝對亞伯拉罕嘅應許一樣，全呢個天下嘅全部嘅人民都會因佢而蒙福。There's a discussion about where they will live. 咁佢哋喺商量點樣樣安置佢哋喺邊度住咧 ？And Joseph sets them up with a region of land called Goshen。咁約瑟咧就安排佢哋去到歌山地。It's good land for the Hebrews to have, but it's far enough away from the heart of Egypt that they can have it all to themselves。對於希伯來人嘅嚟講，呢一塊地咧係好嘅，而又離開埃及人多嘅地方。And that works for everyone because the Hebrews don't particularly want to intermingle with the Egyptians, and the Egyptians don't like being around shepherds. 誒咁樣安排咧，實在係非常之好，因為希伯來人實在唔係好想同啲埃及人混喺一齊，而啲埃及人又睇唔起啲希伯來人。So the Egyptian prejudice works to their benefit this time. 所以今次咧，埃及人對佢哋嘅歧視其實對佢哋係有益嘅。Now, most of chapter forty-seven is a story about Joseph and the way that he administers Egypt in the famine years. 第四十七章咧，我哋見到嘅就係誒約瑟點樣樣處理埃及嗰度，即係呢塊地上嘅災荒。But since we're following Jacob for now,、uh, we get to the end,、uh, towards the end of that chapter,、uh, and the focus will return to Jacob. 而家我哋跟住約瑟落到去誒第四十七章嘅尾。我哋睇下誒，到咗後尾約誒雅各係點樣 ？Jacob has now been the land for most of the seventeen years that he will spend in Egypt, and his health is finally starting to fail. 雅各喺誒埃及住咗十七年，而家開始咧，佢嘅身體開始係好衰弱啦。From chapter forty-seven, verse twenty-eight. 誒，四廿七章廿八節。Jacob lived in Egypt seventeen years. 
and the years of his life were 147. When the time drew near for Israel to die, he called for his son Joseph and said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, put your hand under my thigh and promise that you will show me kindness and faithfulness. Do not bury me in Egypt, but when I rest with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me where they are buried. I will do as you say, he said. Swear to me, he asked. And then Joseph swore to him, and Israel worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. 咁埃誒雅各喺埃及住咗十七年，佢嗰陣時已經係一百四十七歲。佢知道自己嘅死期就快到，就叫咗約瑟嚟，同佢話：如果我喺你眼前蒙恩，你嘅手放喺我嘅大腿下邊，用誠實同慈愛答應我，唔好將我葬喺埃及，帶我翻去我哋祖嘅地方，同佢哋一齊葬。誒、呃，約瑟話：好，我聽你講。咁雅各話：咁你就向我發誓。於是約瑟就發誓，以色列就喺牀頭拜神，敬拜神。So Jacob hasn't forgotten his family's purpose. Say it again. <laughs> Jacob hasn't forgotten his family's purpose. 哦，雅各並冇忘記啊，佢嘅家族喺神嘅旨意裏邊。The people of God have been promised a land. 神嘅子民係有一塊應許之地嘅。And Egypt is only their temporary home. 而埃及只系佢哋临时嘅居处。When he dies, Jacob intends to go home to his fathers, and Joseph swears to make that happen. 当诶雅各死嘅时候咧，佢要翻去佢列祖之地，佢要约瑟答应佢咁做。And so finally, chapter forty-eight begins like this. 然后我哋见到四十八章咁样开始啦。Sometime later, Joseph was told your father is ill, so he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, along with him. When Jacob was told your son Joseph has come to you, Israel rallied his strength and sat up on the bed. Jacob said to Joseph, "God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan, and there He blessed me and said to me, 'I am going to make you fruitful and increase your numbers. I will make you a community of peoples, and I will give this land as an everlasting possession to your descendants after you.'" Come. 誒喺呢啲應許之後，即係發誓之後嘅一啲時間，有人話俾約瑟聽，你爸爸已經好病得好重啦。咁佢又帶住兩個仔亞拿西以法連去。咁有人話俾雅各聽，你嘅兒子約瑟喺呢度。咁於是以色列就好勉強咁喺牀度坐起身。雅各就對約瑟話：全能嘅上帝喺迦南嘅路上向我顯現，賜福俾我對我話：睇啊，我一定會令到你生養眾多。成為許多嘅民族，又要將呢塊地賜俾你嘅後裔，永遠為業。Now Jacob recounts God's promise to him in slightly different words than the ones God used when he gave it。喺呢個時候咧，雅各就講翻上帝對佢講過説話，但係啲文講嘅説話裏邊啲字句有少少唔同。But he isn't wrong. His children will not become just one nation, but many tribes。佢唔係。佢冇講錯嘅，因為佢嘅子孫咧將會成為一個國，但係有好多個族支派。And it's the task of Moses in Exodus to unify those tribes into a single nation named after their ancestor Israel。遲啲我哋見到摩西嘅工作咧，就係將啲所有嘅支派又再團結喺一齊，成為一個大國。There's a little more of Jacob's story to go yet. 我哋誒睇到雅各咧，其實佢嘅故事咧，仲有好多嘅嘢嘅。He'll go on to bless his sons with individual blessings in the next chapter before he finally passes away. 
。我哋會喺下一章咧見到佢對佢每一個仔唔同嘅祝福，然後佢先至去世。But this is the completion of Jacob's development, his story. 我哋見到誒呢、uh, 個就係整個誒雅各嘅成長同埋佢嘅故事。And it's the most beautiful story of all of the patriarchs because ultimately Jacob is more like us than any other figure in Genesis. 喺创世纪里边咧，我哋见到其他嘅族长雅各系最似我哋嘅。Now Abraham's story is amazing and his adventures、um, are <laughs> wonderful to read. 啊，我哋见到阿伯拉罕佢嘅生平咧系啊系好好得意嘅，好好好奇妙嘅。His story is as the grandfather of Israel, but he's not like us. God seems to send to Abraham angels to visit him every second day. 好似上帝时不时就会派个使者去同佢见下面，讲下嘢。God speaks to Abraham and protects him in these obvious, powerful, supernatural ways that God reserves for these ancient prophets and chosen ones. 佢上帝對佢嘅保護，對亞伯拉罕嘅保護，就好似對古代嘅先知所講嘅咁樣嘅，係一啲超自然嘅保護。God plucked Abraham from his land and from his people to become an entirely new nation。上帝從佢嘅故鄉將佢掹出嚟，讓佢成為一個全新嘅一個一個民族。He was cut off from his past with only a future ahead of him。佢同佢嘅過去係完全切完全割席，成為一個新嘅開始。His son Isaac is faithful to God, but we see so little of Isaac in Scripture. It's hard to really relate to him as a human. We see his son Isaac. Isaac is very faithful to God, but his story is like nothing. It's hard to relate. There are only seven chapters in Genesis that are mostly about Isaac. We see in the Genesis only seven chapters about Isaac. And in half of them, he's either being born, or、um, someone else is finding a wife for him. He 几乎一半嘅故事咧就讲佢点样出世，另外一半故事咧就讲有人去替佢揾佢嘅妻子。But Jacob is incredibly human. 但系雅各咧真系非常之人性嘅。There are twenty-five chapters about him, and he is a flawed, striving, mostly human, mostly faithful human through the whole process. 喺聖經裏邊有二十五章咧，係講佢佢係點樣古惑，佢點樣出計仔。誒，佢咧就佢又係好忠心，但係佢就同我哋一樣係一個人。He grows up and he immediately starts getting into trouble and disappointing his father。佢長大嘅過程裏邊咧，我見到佢好細個就已經開始誒、呃、有麻煩啦，佢令佢父親係非常失望。He receives a blessing from God that he does not deserve。And when he tries to accomplish things under his own power, like forming his family, it doesn't turn out ideally. He uses his own intelligence to build up his family, but we see that there is a lot of pain. There is pain and difficulty there. We see that there is a lot of pain and difficulty. And he continually strives to succeed by his own cleverness, and when he runs out of that, he falls on his knees and asks for God's help. 我哋見到佢咧用佢自己嘅方法去建立佢嘅事業，但係當佢唔做唔到嘅時候，佢喺神嘅面前跪低。
And God reminds him as he flees his father's house as a young man that he's a child of promise. 天父再一次嘅提醒佢，当佢好似个少年人嘅时候，佢喺佢父亲嘅家逃难出嚟。And God reminds him as he escapes the hand of Laban and goes to see what awaits him in the hand of his brother Esau, that he has struggled with God and man and overcome. 我哋见到佢同喺佢舅父嘅手下走出嚟，但系佢又要面对去遇见佢嘅哥哥，佢又同神摔跤。And God reminds Jacob as he begins to feel hope come alive in his heart that he has a God that protects and provides and who has given him this covenant. 神亦都系提醒佢，当佢系非常之失望、好绝望嘅时候，上帝提醒佢，而且同佢立呢个约，系让佢个心里边再有希望。God shows Himself in Jacob's story often to be the God who takes. 诶，喺我。Say it again, please. <laughs>、uh, God shows Himself in Jacob's story to be the God who takes away. 系诶，上帝咧喺雅各嘅生命里边，让佢见到呢个上帝咧，好似成日拎走佢啲嘢嘅。But He's also the God who gives. 但系佢又系一位赏赐嘅神。And He gives Jacob by the end of his life blessings and comfort and family and most of all the assurance that for all his faults he has served the Lord. 喺佢晚年嘅时候，上帝俾佢见到就系佢自己嘅佢嘅弱点啊，佢嘅失败啊，但系亦都俾佢呢一啲嘅应许啊，让佢能够系平安嘅咁样度过。It's easy enough to see the shadows of Jesus in this story。喺佢嘅故事里边，我哋好好容易见到耶稣基督嘅影子。You could say that Jacob is standing in for God when he sends his son out into the danger of the world, only for the son that he thought dead would rise again with saving power. 我哋见到雅各咧，佢喺呢个故事嘅里边，佢就好似天父一样，将佢自己嘅儿子送入去呢一个险恶嘅世界里边，以为佢死咗。You could say that Jacob is standing in for us when he runs to Joseph. As a broken old man, full of grief and sadness, and then filled with new life by this risen Savior. 然后我哋又见到雅各咧，好似我哋咁样样，喺我哋老年嘅时候，我哋咁咁破碎、咁失望、咁软弱嘅时候，我哋跑去，佢跑去约瑟嗰度，好似我哋跑去耶稣嗰度，又会得到拯救。However, we see him. Jacob's story teaches us this. 咁我哋見到呢啲雅各嘅故事係教我哋教導我哋下面啲嘢。Our God is the God of grieving parents。我我哋嘅上帝係一位會哀傷嘅神。He's the God of the the proud young ones who try and fail。佢係嗰啲年青嘅嘗試自己去努力又失敗嘅人嘅神。He's the God of people who have done truly wicked things, but come to repent and desperately want a chance to be someone better than they are. 佢又系嗰啲失败咗之后，又跑到神嘅面前去悔改嘅嗰一位神。And that God invites us into a covenant that does not promise us a painless life. 我哋呢一位神，佢赐俾我哋嘅应许，并唔系话俾我哋听系唔会有痛苦嘅。He does not promise us unmitigated success. 佢冇话俾我哋听，我哋会有无尽嘅成功。
But he does promise us that if we look to him and do his will, all the things in the world, success and pain alike, will serve his ends. And if we repent from our sin and we turn to him, he will transform us over a lifetime into someone who can live and die secure in the promises of the saving grace of God. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for being faithful even when we are not faithful. We thank you for taking us unworthy and making us into followers worthy of your blessings. Help us, Lord, to seek you with every hour from now until our final day. In times of blessing and of suffering. And help us to trust in your plan and our place in it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.